And I still think having a personal brand for me is really important and was really valuable in getting the full-time jobs that I've had over the years. I think that it just shows that you realise branding and aligning things is important and it it gives the potential employer an easy way to see who you are and to know that you know who you are, you've got your values aligned and you know what you stand for and, you know, design-wise as well as moral-wise, I suppose. And I think that's definitely a good thing. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie, and today we thought we would talk about our personal brands, whether designers should have a personal brand, what it even is, how important it is. But but first let's start off with our, wait, weekly, are we calling it? Weekly check-in about our side projects. How's everything going for you, Femme? Uh, it's going good. Yeah, I guess I guess it is weekly. Hopefully we manage to put out one of these a week, and, and we do record once a week, so I guess weekly is correct. My week's been good though. I have been actually really busy because uh, I've been away. As you know, you and I hung out last week for a design conference in Belgium, which was heaps of fun. So much fun. And after that, I jetted off to Ireland for a five-day holiday. So that was really fun as well. So I'm just mostly catching up on work stuff and ticking things off my to-do list. How about you? Well, I was actually sick last week. I don't know if you can still hear it in my voice. It's a wee bit husky. I've not just, you know, suddenly become a whole lot sexier. It's just the sick wearing off. <laughs> so I, I got as much done as I could last week, but I also had a really busy week with work. So I don't know. Overall, it feels like it was I didn't get as much done as I wanted to. But I don't know. Those weeks happen, right? And I this is why I like Mondays. I feel like Mondays are always a fresh start. And I've already gotten stuff done this morning before recording this episode, so I feel like this week is off to a good start. So you and I, we both have our side projects, and I feel like for me, I sort of work under one brand. But for you, I feel like you've got lots of different side projects that, you know, occasionally they overlap with each other, but often they don't. So do you, what do you do? Do you have one overall personal brand or do you sort of brand each side project that you have individually? I feel like I don't really have a personal brand per se. Like there's not really branding on my design portfolio. It's just like a typeface. I wouldn't really call it a brand or a logo, but I do have a brand for my YouTube channel and blog and then another one for my t-shirt company. But I feel like my personal brand what might not be a logo? Does that make sense? Like my personal brand is all of those things combined. Yeah, I think you touched on a valid point there where you said that your portfolio is sort of just your name rather than a logo. And I think it's sort of important to then talk about what is a personal brand? You know, is that having a logo or is that having a name or, you know, what do you think? Yeah. And also what is a personal brand as opposed to like a company brand as well, I suppose. Yeah, totally. I think that a brand in general, whether it's personal or for a company, as we know from design school, is not just about a logo. It's about everything that goes along with it. It's like the ethos behind the brand. It's the typefaces you use, the colors that you use, like the way you lay things out. If there's a certain style you have, that all comes into the brand and what makes it up. Yeah, and on top of that, I think it's not just visual, but it's also how you operate as well. 
Definitely. And it would also come down to uh, the tone of voice and the language that you use and things as well, I suppose. Yeah. So for your own portfolio, then you said you've sort of just got your name, but you still consider that a brand or not really at all? No, I wouldn't really consider that part of the brand. I more mean that all of my side projects together are sort of what makes up my personal brand. Like I am someone who is all about side projects and about doing a lot of things and just generally being creative. So I think all of those things together form a part of my personal brand. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. It's hard when you've got lots of things going on at one time, I guess, and and how you brand that together. But but when I do look at, say, your blog or or your YouTube channel, like it does have a you feel about it, even even though there may not be visual uh, consistencies across. You know, that's really interesting because I don't feel like I have a particular design style, right? But the other day I did a freelance project for a well-known YouTuber. I designed a calendar for him as a piece of merchandise. And I showed it to my boyfriend, Mark, and he said, oh, yeah, that looks like something that you've designed. And like, I didn't even think that I had a style, but like for him, he's not even a designer to look at it and think it looks like something that I designed. That was really interesting. So I guess it's the same with my blog and YouTube channel that you've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a style without even realizing. (laughs) So what made you decide to put a brand on, say, your YouTube channel? I think that my brand for my YouTube channel came before I even had a YouTube channel. And I actually remember I was at your holiday home in the beach in Waikawa in New Zealand when I drew that um, logo for my YouTube channel. Did you know that? Yeah, that's right. I I remember. Yeah. I I think at the time I didn't realize it was for your YouTube channel. But I don't think I did either, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a thing that I drew of my name, Charlie Marie, and then it sort of evolved. Yeah. Came into play as the logo which was cool I definitely did consciously choose to have a logo for that because I knew I wanted to have something that made me look a bit professional I suppose when I was just starting out and had like zero subscribers I wanted to still act like I was you know taking this seriously and for me having a logo and some branding was part of that how about you with your portfolio I know that your portfolio is under your name, Femke Sophie, but then you've got the apartment. Are you moving away from your portfolio now and sort of just shifting towards the apartment, do you think? Yeah, so that's the plan. So yeah, as you said, I've got my sort of personal portfolio, which is branded by my my name. So same as you, it's, it's basically just my name on there. And then I have the apartment, which I do with my partner, Owen. And so the plan is to move away from Femke Sophie, my personal portfolio, and move to the apartment but I've still got Femke Sophie up online at the moment uh, just because it's still getting some hits and I've included a sort of link at the top of the homepage now that says that I'm now working under the apartment so people can click through which is kind of handy. Yeah that's smart. The reason that I decided to start something new rather than carry on with my personal portfolio is because I was introducing my partner Owen into the mix who does front-end development and I sort of wanted to offer us together as a package or or, you know market us as a package that you know we do complete design and development rather than just me operating as a designer so that's kind of the reason I strayed away from my personal portfolio. That makes sense I think yeah that definitely makes sense but it's also got me wondering I don't, do you think, do you consider the apartment a personal brand or is that the branding for your design studio? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it is the branding for my design studio because, I mean, 
it's got its own Twitter account, it's got its own Facebook account, we have a SoundCloud account, and it's all branded under the apartment rather than under my name. So I guess in that sense, it's a little bit more than just a personal brand, but I don't know, it, it still feels for me like quite small at the moment that I kind of operate it as a personal brand, but obviously there's potential for it to grow into something more. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I reckon that oftentimes a personal brand more so even than a company brand, is not about a logo. And the reason I say that is because I think that people can have a personal brand who don't necessarily need a logo, you know? Like, if I try and think about uh, perhaps one of my favourite YouTubers, let's go with a YouTuber we both know, Casey Neistat. I would say that he is a personal brand, yeah. but that's not necessarily about his logo. Like, his brand is about having super slick, well-edited vlogs. It's about having time lapses. It's about telling a story. And it's about hustling and being real and working hard. Yeah, that's a super good point, actually. Having a personal brand doesn't just mean having a website or having a logo or, you know, it's about you, really, and your morals and values and how you project that onto the work that you produce. And I think that that stuff is really important because those morals and values could be the thing that makes a client decide to work with you over someone else. Yeah, totally. So how would you recommend a freelancer or or a YouTuber or whatever communicate those values or, or communicate what their personal brand is? I think it's not about telling. I think it's about doing. I think that your personal brand should show through in all of your actions, like all of your tweets and stuff should align with it. Like, if you're an optimi- about optimism and if you're about positivity, then perhaps hold back on the tweets like moaning about your job or whatever, you know, and be sure that whatever you're putting across is aligning with that. And because it is a personal brand, for me anyway, I don't think too much about, oh, does this align, you know, with what I'm mm-hmm. with my values? Because I figure that if it's my values, then what I'm doing aligns with it anyway. What do you think about using your own name versus using uh, like a brand name? So, for example, uh, we both know Terence, who is a letterer, and he operates under Tin Lun Studios. And then on the other hand, uh, Brent Galloway is just brentgalloway.com, and he operates under his own name as a freelancer. What, what, what do you think about that? I don't know the pros and cons of this, and it's something that I've been thinking about for a while as well because I started my YouTube channel just under my name I didn't even think twice about it to be honest I just put it under my name and then later on I sort of started wishing that I'd come up with like a more creative name that got across what I was about perhaps you know in in the title but at the end of the day I don't think the name matters too much and I think if you're using uh like a studio name like like Terence's with Tin Lun that's sort of making it a brand as a thing like that's separate from him do you know what I mean like he's the one behind it but he could bring another artist to design under Tin Lun and put out you know special collections or something and it would still fit whereas Brent Galloway is a freelancer and because he is a freelancer and it's him doing the work then it makes sense for it to be his name that it's under yeah definitely I, I completely agree and I think that's why it's cool that yours is the apartment and it's not like just Femke, it's not Femke and Owen or anything like that because it's going to give you room to expand and bring on people with other talents if you so desire in the future. 
you know, because you've already got two of you bringing different skills to the table. Yeah, and that that's a good point because I have heard, and, and I'm not saying this is good or bad or right or wrong, but I have heard of some freelancers choosing to use a studio name, even though it's just them, to give the impression that they are more professional Interesting. than just if it was them by themselves, which, as I said, I don't agree or disagree with. And and I don't think that if it's just you, that makes you any less professional than someone who has a studio. So I, I think that's kind of interesting as well. That is interesting. It's an interesting thought. And I, again, I don't know if when you're branding a company, I, I still don't know if I would consider that a personal brand. Mm. Like I think it becomes less personal when it's a company rather than you. How important is it, do you think, to have a personal brand? Like, as a, a person online in general, I suppose. Like, not necessarily as a design studio, but I suppose just as a designer who, you know, spends a lot of time online, as we all do these days, and who might be looking for freelance work sometime in the future, but you haven't got, like, a, you know, a process and a studio in place. How important is it, do you think, for, say, someone coming out of design school to have a personal brand? I think if you're coming out of design school, you should definitely have an online portfolio. And thus, I think you should have a personal brand. But someone who is, say, not at all involved in the tech industry, like say you're a plumber or something, and you happen to be on Twitter, I don't necessarily think you need to personally brand yourself Yeah, as a plumber. I agree. I, I think it's very specific to the industry and what and what you do. I don't know. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I agree. If you want to be a designer and get yourself out there, I think it's a good idea to start building up your personal brand. You know, like making sure that if people look at your social media accounts, for example, they're going to get an idea of who you are and what you stand for. And perhaps the branding itself, like, you know, visually aligns as well, would make you look super slick and professional. But I think thinking about that early on is, is never going to be a bad thing. And what do you think for people who say don't want to freelance or don't do client work and, you know, they, they have a day job or whatever, do you think it's worth for them to also have a personal brand? Like, do you think it's worth having that when looking for a job or not? Definitely. I personally wasn't interested in much freelance work. Uh, you know, I'm still still not, like, going after it very much. I enjoy the odd bit, but it's not really what I'm about. And I still think having a personal brand for me is really important and was really valuable in getting the full-time jobs that I've had over the years. I think that it just shows that you realize branding and aligning things is important and it it gives the potential employer an easy way to see who you are and to know that you know who you are, you've got your values aligned and you know what you stand for and you know, design-wise as well as moral-wise, I suppose. And I think that's definitely a good thing. So I feel like we each have two different, or we each at least experienced two different ways of reaching our personal brand. So for you, it was sort of somewhat accidental. You know, as you said, you designed the logo, not realizing that you were going to use it for your YouTube channel. And it kind of just happened. Whereas for me, mine was a lot more purposeful you know I purposefully made a logo and branded and picked a name etc so I mean what do you think of those two approaches I think that they are both valid in their own little ways you know when it's a personal brand it's 
it's really difficult and I'm really glad that I just happened to draw my name and then was able to use it as a logo because I struggle with branding <laughs> so much. <laughs> At the time we we're recording this, I have still not yet completed the branding for Design Life and hopefully <laughs> by the time you hear this episode, it's there and it's beautiful and everybody loves it. Hopefully it's there for the first episode. <laughs> Shh, it will be. <laughs> right now though, it is just several sketches in my notepad, so... Yeah, I struggle with that a lot. So I'm glad that, you know, that happened for me. I think being your own client is super difficult. Would you agree with that? Yeah, so hard because, I mean, I always want to do better, you know, and I, I'm i always, you know, I, I guess I just pick out all the tiny little things that super bother me and I always want to improve it more. When, when in fact, already it's like super good. Yeah, I think that's something to watch out for when designing and creating your personal brand is perhaps treating it like a client project and I think that's where I've been struggling maybe like write down some goals and you know give yourself a little brief that's actually what's gotten me on the right path with the design life brand that I haven't even talked to you about yet Femme but I've decided that it needs to be hand lettered logo because yeah that's how like our joint love of design that that's what we sort of bonded over you know we'd spend yeah totally many evenings in front of the tv drawing lettering we've been to um, a lettering workshop together We're both like you know showing each other things on pinterest i think it's like a part of our shared design history so yeah like realizing that is what has helped me stop you know flailing about all over the place how did you settle on the apartment branding like what was your inspiration behind it my inspiration behind it, well, and this is interesting because maybe by the time this goes out, I will have my new website design. So it might look different from, from what Ooh. it currently is now. Uh, but my original sort of inspiration was Scandinavian design and nice. quite sort of pastel colors. I wanted something that wasn't too serious or too bold. Like I, I didn't want sort of serif fonts on black or, you know, huge dipping gradients or anything I just wanted something that was light and fun and that's kind of how I ended up with those sort of light pastel-y colors and what about the logo itself the logo itself came from I found a font on the designers foundry that I really liked <laughs> uh, and I it, it's like a quite a bold bold typeface and I wanted something that I could use sort of as like a standalone logo so hence it's kind of like a square with the letters in it and it kind of well the sort of uh concept behind it is that it kind of looks like an apartment like the gaps in the letters kind of look like windows and it's a little square shape I was totally that's what I was gonna say after your like you telling me your inspiration I was gonna say that to me it looks like it's windows yeah yeah so uh, yay I'm glad that uh I'm <laughs> glad that you noticed it so yeah that's kind of the meaning behind that nice what advice do you think you would give to someone who is trying to create a personal brand seeing as we've both gone through these struggles <laughs> what do you think if you had to share a piece of advice well before even creating a personal brand I I would advise that it's not just about designing a logo and updating your Twitter profile picture to be like a letter monogram or something of your first and last name. Yes. Uh, it, it's so much more than that. Uh, my biggest advice would be to actually brainstorm first and just write down what your goals are or your morals or what you stand for. 
what yeah and then and then start conceptually thinking so what typefaces do you like what colors do you like what what kind of feeling do you want it to have do you want it to be slick do you want it to be fun then you'll start to see patterns emerging and it'll slowly slowly come together and while it's really difficult to create a personal brand I think that it can be really fun as well what you just said about thinking about what typefaces and colors you like like when it's your personal brand there's no one telling you that that doesn't align with you know the brand guidelines or whatever you can do whatever you want and it can be completely you and that's what's cool about a personal brand as opposed to a company brand in my opinion is that you're creating something you know a look and a feel that feels like you rather than aligning to a company totally and I think if you don't know what your morals or your goals are now it will evolve and it will happen over time so when I think of you and your YouTube channel, I know that you're really focused on growing your audience organically rather than getting engaged with uh, those YouTube networks and stuff that help you with advertising and whatever. And so when I think of you and your brand under your YouTube channel, I like one of the things that I think of is, oh, you know, Charlie really stands for growing an organic audience and uh, she's very picky about what brands she works with and she really, you know, the bottom line for you is creating an enjoyable experience for your audience rather than, oh, I just want to make a shitload of money, you know? That's really cool that you think that because I think that is what I stand for. And also, none of that is about the logo. Like, yeah, to be honest, my logo could be on a channel that stands for making money, you know? Like, it's just it's just a hand-drawn typeface. But I think it's really cool that you've gotten that from my videos and, you know, from what I talk about and everything else that surrounds my personal brand. Yeah. And like another example is I know that you uh, always produce really high quality content. And if it's not high quality, then I know that you'll work on making it high quality. So I always know when I come to your channel that it's worth my time watching because I know that you have put that extra effort in than other people would, for example. So on that note, yeah, it's more than just a logo or a visual aesthetic. It's definitely what you stand for as well. Do you think that, this might be a controversial thing to say, do you think that in order to create a personal brand, could it help to think of yourself as a company and that sort of thing? Because I know that companies often, you know, have to sit down and like plan out their values and write them down on paper. But as human beings, we don't really have to do that. We just, you know, know them within ourselves. But I'm wondering if it might be useful for creating a personal brand to actually put pen to paper and write them down and think about yourself as if you were a company and having to explain those values to someone else. Even if you don't like post them anywhere, I'm not saying you should put them on your website because that might look a bit douchey. I don't know. But (laughs) it could be helpful just to help yourself think about it. And like you said before about if you don't know your goals and your trajectory yet, perhaps trying to write them down might help you sort that out. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is worth thinking that way when you're brainstorming and researching. I'm not sure if it's worth thinking that way when you start operating under your personal brand. So like I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend like buffering up tweets that are like kind of promotional sounding, you know, like like a company would. But I think it is worthwhile to think of yourself as if you were a company when you're in the brainstorming parts of it. Do you agree? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like I think if you acted as if you were a company any other time, I think you'd lose that personal touch. Yeah, the personal touch and the realness of 
being you online, you know? Yeah. Because you still want to be able to – you can promote yourself and your work and, you know, be getting yourself out there and building up a reputation while still being yourself. Like you don't have to be – in quote in quotation marks here professional all the time you know I feel like it's good to have fun and just you know chat to your friends on Twitter even if you know you're just not talking about design that doesn't matter like you don't have to take it too seriously I think that actually would be part of my advice for creating your personal brand is perhaps don't take yourself too seriously that probably contradicts what I just said before about thinking of it like a company but (laughs) I think at the end of the day, it is about you and, you know, those tricks, writing things down will help you sort out your thoughts. But just, yeah, don't make yourself into something you're not just because you see other people doing it. I think that's where a personal brand is special because it is about you and you're unique and a special flower and all of that. (laughs) So I know that for Liner Note Kids, your t-shirt company, you have a Twitter account for that. But you don't have a Twitter account for Charlie Marie TV. I see, you know, you tweet from your personal account with, you know, new videos. That is a very good point. Why did you decide to get a Twitter account for Lana Note Kids and not for Charlie Marie TV? I didn't get one for my YouTube channel because I wanted it to be me. Does that make sense? I didn't want it to be a separate thing. Like I wanted, I like live and breathe my content basically. So I wanted to make that easier for myself in a way and also I didn't want it to be separate like this is my YouTube self and this is my personal self you know like yeah it's the same thing so I wanted to I think having a separate Twitter account yeah would you'd think like oh why couldn't she say that on her YouTube account or you know perhaps that means that people get annoyed with me posting my YouTube videos all the time but that's okay there there's other ways they can follow me and not hear about them (laughs) but I I chose to have a separate Twitter account for my clothing line because I thought that did need to be a separate thing like I wanted it to be its own brand yeah that's my reasoning I guess but I don't really use that Twitter account I really need to get better at that Twitter app makes it really easy to switch accounts and tweet and yet I do not do it it's terrible (laughs) yeah but I guess going back on what we said earlier in this episode is I mean would you consider liner notes more of a company than a personal brand Yeah, I think I would. I think it forms part of my personal brand and that I'm about creating things and I talk a lot about t-shirt printing and designing t-shirts and all of that on my YouTube channel, which I feel is more my personal brand. But I do treat it as it's it's a separate thing. Like I wanted it to be an apparel brand rather than myself. So is there a place I can go, like a website or something, where I can see everything that you do that's kind of like a centralized place and I can click through to your store, your YouTube channel, your blog, your portfolio, or do you have it like under multiple domains? Technically, you can get to all of those things from all of my sites if you like look hard enough, I guess. But I have been considering changing my portfolio into more of a personal website. So having like links to my YouTube channel and blog, like you just talked about, and, and a link to my portfolio, whereas right now you just load it in the homepage is my portfolio. I have been thinking about doing that, and it's interesting that you bring it up. That makes me think that I should actually do that. <laughs> do you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, I definitely do. Having some kind of landing page that's just like direct links and people can click through to get to what they want. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That might actually be quite an important part of having a personal brand is making it easy for people to find out the stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. We were talking the other day, Femme, about Instagram and how you have started only posting on the apartment Instagram rather than your own. And I think that obviously makes it more personal. But with the posts on there, 
I think you're a lot more considered with the apartment ones than your own, potentially. Yeah, so I decided to start a Instagram account for the apartment. And since then, I have not used my personal one at all. And to be honest, that's not intentional. It's more just because Instagram does not let you be signed into multiple accounts. And I cannot be bothered logging in and out of an Instagram account each day. And so I'm, I'm more posting my personal pictures to Twitter and Facebook now rather than Instagram. But on the apartment Instagram, I post once a day, Monday to Friday, which is a lot more work than it sounds, especially with limited daylight now. So on the apartment Instagram, I post relevant updates based on what we're doing at the apartment. So that could be a new blog post or a new mixtape or a new newsletter or a snapshot of some client work that we've done recently. So shall we close off with some last thoughts on personal brand? Uh, I want to leave our listeners some examples of personal brands that we really like. Do you have any particular favorites? Uh, I really like Sarah Diane. She has a personal brand for her lettering and she blogs once a week. And I think it's really, really nice. Uh, her, her whole brand is based on lettering and, and handcrafted pieces of work. And it's really beautiful to look at. Yeah, I'd agree. She's great. Another awesome female hand letterer that I'm going to point to is Jessica Heesh. Probably everyone's seen her already, but if you haven't, you should go check her out. Her personal brand is lovely, as can be expected. And I just really like her website in general. She's done a really cool thing with her URLs where instead of like shop.jessicaheesh.com, it's buystufffrom.jessicaheesh.com. And like for her blog, instead of, you know, jessicaheesh.is, which is her like, main domain slash blog it's jessicaheesh.is slash thinking thoughts which I think is super really, creative yeah so just all the, those cool little touches come in and it just makes you realize that you know she's about the details which I think is cool and another one for me if if you're looking for an example of someone who operates on their own as a freelancer but operates under a studio name there's Tinlin Studios which we already mentioned and there's also Eric from f.studios who does super cool lettering work as well. We know so many letterers. I think we just suggested four lettering people. <laughs> we just really like lettering, okay? We'll leave links to all of them down below in the show notes. Cool. Should we wrap it up? Yep. Where can people go to find us online? We have a website that is designlife.fm. We can go there to find all of our past episodes and also links to our personal Twitters. I'm at Charlie Prangley and Fem is at FemkeSVS. You can also follow the Design Life Twitter at Design Life FM for little updates. Fem posts a lot of cool stuff on that Twitter. I need to get my act into gear because <laughs> you are owning that shit. <laughs> oh, crap. I can't say that. Maybe we should bleep that. It's all right. I said shit earlier, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can also rate us on iTunes, which we would love. You can leave Please comments do. or stars, however many stars. One if you think we're shit. Five if you think we're awesome. But please don't give us one star. <laughs> But yeah, we would really appreciate any ratings on iTunes, especially in the early days of this podcast. It helps it get noticed and hopefully grow and have more people listening. So please do that. Yes, please. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, Charlie. Bye, fam. <laughs> <laughs>